Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 772, recorded live on September 30th, 2023. And here on, here are your hosts, the man who just voted that he was pro-Halloween, Dave Pillay. Hi, hi. And the man who is now getting back into the joys of the holiday, Andy Lowe. Hi. Just getting back into the joys of the holiday. Tell me more, sir. Well, you know, because Isaac what, what is you. We what, what is involved in getting into the joys of the holiday? Well, you know, because Isaac is a school age kid now, and so there are, you know, yeah, lots more Halloween things going on that he can't participate in. In in that he's more aware of them, or mm-hmm. yes, I see. There is going to be... So what, other than trick-or-treating... Well, there are two trunken treats that's going to be going on. I guess you go like haunted house. No, no, not the haunted house. He does not like scary things. Oh. I mean, there, there were parts of cars that we were watching that he thought was, was too scary. Okay, then. So movie night is the Dark Crystal. Yeah, that would not go over well. Nothing like a little bit of Henson to give a kid nightmares. Yep, yeah, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> Followed up by um, um, Never Ending Story. I've never actually seen either one of them. I've never seen Dark Crystal, but I know that it's got like some scary shit in it. And then Never Ending Story, there's a fucking terrifying wolf. We read the book. We read the book for Book Club, but I haven't seen the movie. Okay. Yeah, it's a good movie. Well, I'll have to keep that in mind. Um, uh, okay, so, so not A Haunted House, but no. Corn Maze? Yes. No corn maze. Well, no, no, no. We'll probably do one of those. Um, uh, Isaac was going to do a field trip to one of the orchards over by us, but we're coming back from my uh, conference up in Traverse City, which did I tell you about that at all or no? I don't think so. No. Okay. What so conference in Traverse City? The our, The Michigan Public safety communications system. I think that's what the MPSCS stands for. Yes, Michigan Public Safety Communications System. Um, the state, thing that you work for. Yes, it's a statewide communication system. And so they have an annual yeah. meeting where they get, literally bring everybody from the state together. Uh, this year it's going to be in uh, two weeks. Up at Great Wolf Lodge up in Traverse City. So my room and everything is paid for by the state for Tuesday through Friday. Mm -hmm. So they, you know, actually have like family passes available for the water park and everything. So um, we're just going to go up there as a hopefully a pleasant family vacation. And we're going to be coming back on uh, Friday, and that was actually Isaac's class was going to do a field trip to one of the orchards um, in town, and the orchard has a uh, corn maze in it. So Neat. We're, we're probably going to you know swing by there either Friday or Saturday, hopefully Friday, um, and you know do all that stuff. So yeah, the cider and the donuts, the pumpkins, the uh, corn mazes. Corn is you big. Do pumpkin carvings. No, no, we're not gonna. They're not gonna do pumpkin carvings yet. Right now, we just paint the pumpkins. 
but we paint the pumpkins. Yes, paint because the knives are too dangerous for kids. I just don't want to deal with the mess because, like, they are. But ah, okay. Too- I was thinking about getting a pumpkin the other day, um, not to paint nor to carve, but because Lazarus loves and loves squash, and I'm pretty sure he would love pumpkin if given a chance. Probably. The uh, pumpkins at Costco are huge, and I think they're only like six bucks. So we might grab ours from there if we don't find any good ones yeah. at the... Uh... thing is, I don't like pumpkin. Oh, did I know that? Yeah, I don't like the taste. I don't like the smell. I don't like like any... Yeah, I, I do not like consuming pumpkins. I don't eat pumpkin pie. Uh, pumpkin spice latte is not pumpkin. It's the spices from a pumpkin pie, but I'm also still not a huge fan of it. Because there's too strong a connection to the flavor of pumpkin. Yeah, I'm the only one here who really likes... Well, no, because they they like pumpkin bread. I'm the only one in the house who really likes pumpkin pie. There are so many... Just pie than pumpkin. Kate would like to point out that everybody in the house loves whipped cream. So Yes, but... Would you rather have whipped cream on a pumpkin pie or whipped cream on pecan pie? I don't know if I've ever apple actually pie. had. I've had apple pie. Apple pie is okay. Pumpkin pie. I'm not, or sorry, not pumpkin pie. Pecan pie. I don't know if I've actually ever I'm had. Not pecan. had pecan pie. I don't know. And <laughs> pecan pie is delicious. Well, can I can I somewhat fork off of this discussion of flavors? Uh fork off because we're talking. About- about eating pie um i have two cans in front of me dave so it is the always wonderful which can should i open um the taller one okay good taller one is bigger (laughs) the tiny one is only seven and a half (laughs) ounces oh no what what can did i pick the voodoo flavor for this year the voodoo flavor. Yep. There's a Mountain Dew voodoo. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the mystery V-O-O-D-E-W. flavor. V-O-O-D-E-W. You know the, the flavor that Mountain Dew collaborates with some sort of candy for Halloween, and it's a mystery until after Halloween, and they'll tell you what, you know, the flavor is. Okay. So what is the flavor? I'm tasting cherry. That could be many flavors. I know. I don't know what candy it's supposed to be. <laughs> just, just, it's just like random cherry flavor. It's cherry, and it's sweeter than regular Mountain Dew. But I, I can't place uh, it. According to the internet, <laughs> this year's Voodoo Pale Pink color threw off many people. But Mountain Dew made the big reveal in an announcement that the flavor is cherry airhead. Cherry airhead. Wait a second. I will be right back. Hold on. You have... I swear, I think we have some. have cherry airheads, don't you? Uh, watermelon. At this point of the podcast where I'm trying to go find a cherry airhead, Dave tries to sneak in some audio here that I wouldn't notice while editing, but I did find it. So sorry, Dave, but you lose. I was going to check, and I literally have airheads here in front of me, but I have watermelon, strawberry, and blue raspberry. 
do not have cherry. Oh, no. Those are all the wrong flavor. I know. <laughs> That's because cherry is the worst airhead flavor. <laughs> yes, I know. Well, like I said, as soon as I taste it, Why I'm would like, you make a Mountain Dew out of the worst airhead flavor? Because they can probably do the cherry flavor pretty easily. But it's the worst one. Yeah, nope, there's, there's yeah, no. I, like I said, as soon as I open it up, I'm like, I taste cherry. Yep. Well, there you go. Congratulations on having a can of cherry airhead Mountain Dew. <laughs> Not only that, I still have the rest of the 12 pack. <sighs> Oof. So you just, you commit, right? You buy them in 12 packs. Well, that's how I can get it. True. There's no place in the store where you could get just one? Um, there is a slight chance that it's up by the cash registers, but that has been very hit and miss. Okay. How's Pokemon Go, Andy? Um, well, let's, uh, let's see. Um, I, uh, I actually, no joke, earlier today, oh, excuse me. Um, gross. Sorry. Uh, I was actually out multiboxing sort of earlier today, earlier today. I was out multiboxing cause, uh, there was an event going on and, um, we had just gotten mm-hmm. back from the playground. And so Isaac did not want to go for a walk, but we're like, there's an event and you have to hatch an egg. So, you know, Kate went out to finish off the event and, um, took Isaac's tablet with her. Her egg hatched. She came back. I grabbed the um the tablet and then I started walking um for a bit until his hey, egg hatched. And then I opened up my Pokemon cuz I have uh Adventure Sync on. So it just tracks my steps, especially if I'm doing an exercise at the time. Popped it up and it's like, "Oh, you have four eggs ready to hatch." And I'm like, "Well, there we go." That is a lot of egg. Yep. Um, I am now up to... Cool. So you, you hatched a bunch of eggs and got your free incubator? Yep. Is it just like a... Why does this incubator look different than all other incubators? Very nice. Uh, this was a super incubator, wasn't it? I, I don't know. <laughs> I believe this was a super incubator that they gave you. Oh, it is. And super incubators can be used three times, but they cut the required distance by a third. Oh, Okay. So a 10K egg in a super incubator becomes a 6.6666666 kilometer egg. Okay. All right. So my Pokedex, I have caught 253 Pokemon so far, and I have seen 398. Nice. Just to give you my stats, um, I've got some shinies. I got my first Hundo. Hundro or Hundo? Hundo. Hundo. Okay. Gotta, gotta, get my, gotta get my nomenclature And if it is a correct. shiny perfect, it is called a shundo. I ha- um, Isaac, uh, I think, is the only one among us who's got a shiny three-star. So that's the closest we've gotten to that. Um, oh, I've, okay. I've gotten a lucky Pokemon, okay. which was highly ironic because the trade that I was doing, um, I was giving Isaac a Pokemon... Um, and he was just giving me a Quaxel basically to turn into candy. And of course it became a three-star Quaxel and became my highest, um, my highest level Quaxel. Just, you know. Nice. 
I mean, it's so cheap to level it up, right? It's half price if it's if yep. it's shiny. Yep. So he's my new uh, my new favorite duck. So there are a shockingly large number of duck Pokemon. <laughs> there are a shockingly number like large a, number of Pokemon. Period. A, a non insignificant number of duck Pokemon. Yeah, but like Andy, there's there's an ice cream Pokemon. Well, I guess there's two. <laughs> Ice cream Pokemon because it has an evolution. But like that's still the same Pokemon. But there's there's Psyduck, there's Ducklet, there's Farfetch'd, there is Quaxel, there is I feel like I'm forgetting at least one. Uh plus like all of their evolutions. So like you're looking at at least four ducks. I'm just marveling at the fact that I have right now have caught two of which are from the first generation. I have Right, like my thing right now is I'm like still trying to wrap my head over like the fact that I have now caught more Pokemon than there were in the original games. Yeah, and I have been so playing what? for a month. Yeah, less than a month. Not even. Yeah. Uh, I tried my first route the other day. Cool. Still a new feature. Still needs a little work. Yeah, still trying to find my first Zygarde cell. Yeah. Haven't done any raids yet, but that requires, you know, planning, which is kind of hard to do. You're probably not going to make the the Master Ball timed research then. Well, no, because I also still need to throw a hundred excellent throws. Oh, Still not not great at throwing them excellence. Nope. Like greats, greats I can nail all the time. It's just I if I go too far and try to go for You're the good ex- with greats. Yeah, if I try and go for the excellent, it's just my accuracy is not good enough yet. I see. <clears throat> well, now wait a second. Isn't there already? Sorry to circle back on this. There already is a Cherry Mountain Dew, right? Isn't that what Code Red is? Yeah, I thought that's what Code Red is. Did they just repackage Code Red? Do you have any Code Red with you? No. Because... Uh, yep. Code Red has a kick of cherry flavor. Well, okay, now I feel like I should take this one and Code Red and actually just do like a back-to-back taste test between the two of them, see, how they, see if they taste similar or not. Blind taste test. Yep. Hey, I did it with Wait, Oreos. I'll do it with the uh, Mountain Dew. You did it with Oreos and what? Hydrox? No. Remember? I oh, you the... did it with the gluten-free Oreos. That's yes. Right. I forgot. Yeah, I had my eyes closed and everything, and I was just tasting Oreos back and forth, and I could not tell. <laughs> yeah, because they taste just the same. Mm-hmm. Cool. 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 Well, should we hit the uh, the topics at all? We can. We we definitely can. I will uh, also mention it's college football season. Eastern played today. Yeah, they played Central. They were leading going into the fourth, but Central was able to pull it out at the end and beat them by like oh one. T- it was basically literally they were they final were, quarter touchdown. Yep. Uh, Western yeah, beat Western beat Ball State. So, what's the max standings right now? Ohio, Miami of Ohio. 
and Both. Buffalo. <laughs> Oof, Buffalo is one and zero in the conference, but one and four overall. Ouch. Well, yeah, Akron's one and four. Kent State's one and four. Northern Illinois is one and four. Ball State is one and four. Man, Northern Illinois, how the mighty have fallen. Hmm. You didn't happen to catch any of Michigan's game today. No, why? Michigan played Nebraska today. Oh boy, that. <laughs> and on the road. <laughs> oh. On the road. Yeah. Um. <laughs> score was like forty-five to seven. Oh, Michigan. boy. Yeah. <laughs> Nebraska just could not move the ball, and when they oh. did, they couldn't capitalize on it. They scored Co- seven points in the final quarter. Oh, Colorado almost beat USC. Oof. Man, Deion Sanders is that just... Nice. Yeah, wow. <laughs> that would have been something. Ooh, excuse me. All right. I'm, I'm, yeah, let's come on back in. Okay. Let's start talking through some stuff. All right. Looks like we've got a nice selection of topics. Uh, the first one is the only one that, like, really hooks me as a, like, aggravating topic. So let's come back to that. <laughs> Thank you for putting Epic Games instead of Epic Layoffs. Yeah, yeah, out, no. I believe Epic Games, like, the games is part of the, the um, company? I... Is it? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure the company itself is called Epic Games. So the G should be capitalized. Oh, you're right. It is. Yeah, I'm looking at their copyright right now. So yeah, it is Epic Games with a capital G. All right. Yeah, because th- there's a different software company called Epic. They're in Madison. <laughs> I work there. <laughs> we used to get phone calls about Fortnite. Our poor front desk staff had no idea what was going on, and then they started getting abused by 13-year-olds. <clears throat> in, in completely random thing there, I don't know why, I searched... What did I search for? I searched for Epic, and somehow one of the topics that came up there was the fact that there is a Little Caesars map for Fortnite. A Little Caesars map. What What does Little Caesars map entail? I'm not sure because I don't play Fortnite, but here, I'll send you the link. Having not played Fortnite at all, I don't know what is the, you know. <laughs> what the details of this are. Yeah. It's just a map with, like, Little Caesars branding all over the place. That's, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, we're talking about them now. I guess we can get this over with. They laid off some of their staff. People are pissed because they laid off, like, a lot of their staff. Um, they laid off about 830 people, which is approximately 16% of the company. And that's not all, because it's also selling uh, Bandcamp and spinning off Super Awesome into its own separate business. So that's another 250 employees as well. Yeah. I mean, that's... uh, First off, I didn't know that Epic Games had Bandcamp, which is kind of a weird thing for them to own, but like... Well, it it was March of last year. So they haven't owned it for long, but they've owned it. And that's, again, still a weird thing for Epic Games to own. Um, And just like, didn't they announce huge profits recently? It's a publicly traded company, right? So like Epic Games profits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's going down. They're losing year over year. 
but still like they're making a billion dollars in profit. Well, why are they firing 15% of their company? Well, according to them, the well, market's going to be flooded with talent again. Yeah. Uh, Epic CEO, Tim Sweeney said in an email to the staff, for a while now, we've been spending way more money than we earn investing in the ne- next evolution of Epic and growing Fortnite as a metaverse-inspired ecosystem for creators. I had long been optimistic that we could power through this transition without layoffs, but in retrospect, I see that this was unrealistic. While Fortnite is starting to grow again, the growth is driven primarily by creator content with significant revenue sharing, and this is a lower margin business than we had when Fortnite Battle Royale took off and began funding our expansion. Success with the creator ecosystem is a great achievement, but it means a major structural change to our economics. Structural change to our economics being we're going to lay off 15% of our company, not we need to rethink compensation for executive packages <laughs> and investments that aren't paying off. God damn. All right. Well, let's jump from one game engine to the other. Um, Unreal over to Unity, where surprise, surprise, shock of the year. Uh, <laughs> Unity has backed off like entirely on their stuff now. Yep, games made with the free personal version of Unity will be exempt from any fees, and Unity has also assured devs that their current long-term support release version will apply as long as they stay on that version of the engine. Existing Unity games, including those currently in development but unreleased, will not be hit by the fee when it arrives in 2024, because there's still a fee. Um, But existing games will not be... It's only the new ones that will actually... Um, start development after it arrives next year. Yeah. Um, the fee is um, if your game clears a $1 million 12-month revenue threshold, the devs will now be given a choice between a um, 2.5% revenue share model or a self-reported fee, once again based on new installs, with the cheaper of the two being what Unreal would actually want. Unity. Sorry, Unity. Sorry, I was still yeah. on the old one. Yeah. The other game engine. Yes, with Unity has a different fee structure. Yes. Yeah. So it's I the- would love to see developers I mean I Unity as a company should like has a right to exist. They do useful things. It's not like they're a parasite on the industry. But like it would be really kind of funny for a bunch of developers to say, "Hey, we're about to hit our, that like million dollar threshold, so the game is now free." <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody like once we hit that $950,000 threshold game's free <laughs> which you know would work for some other games not so much no I mean for goodness sake I just I'm starting to see the amount of and money also that people want to make money and also yeah. Unity has the right like Unity's giving their engine away for free if you want to use it and learn with it you can do that and like props to them for doing that. And yes, they have a their work, sort of asterisk, big asterisk. <laughs> no, I'm not going into more detail. Uh, well, I'm um, just, just like everyone has the right asterisk to make money off of their work. Yeah. The the the, the thing though is, you know, people have still talked to 
developers. And, you know, this isn't the first time that Unity has done something like this. I think we talked about the, the, one of the issues with with one of the games way back when. I'm trying to remember if I could have that article on hand. Um, What was that article? Sorry, I got to dig through my, here it is. Okay, yeah, so back in 2019, they did another, they had another terms of service clause change that uh, banned the popular cloud-based multiplayer development kit, Spatial OS. So they had done something back in 2019 and said, hey, we have a new commitment to be in an open platform. And then all this shit just hit the fan four years later. Yeah. So a lot of the devs now are like, you know, the the whole fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Maybe we go somewhere else. Yeah, they're even if yeah. you know they're like you had your chance and you screwed the pooch. So twice. Yep. So like, okay, we might be able to believe you, but you know that really, you know, you, yeah, man, yeah. It's going to take them a while to come back from this, like if they come back from this. So that's the game engines moving into other game topics. You ordered these topics very nicely, Andy. Uh, the only thing I would do is I'd move like the Blue Origin one up to the top. Um, well, not the top, but into this section, because it looks like there's some CEO movement. Everyone's favorite top- <laughs> topic, executives. <laughs> well, supposedly they're the ones driving the ship, so... Yeah, but that's not always a good thing, especially no. in the case of the Blue Origin one. Yeah. yeah. Well, and some of the I, I, analysts... The joke is, he should not be driving the ship. He's the CEO. Because it's oh. Blue Origin. Oh. But, they, um, yeah, I get it now. They have ships. Yes. They're, they're yep. starships. They're, yes. they're spacecraft. The CEO should you not should be driving not be, it. Yep. Just ask the guy down in the Titanic. I mean, that was not the CEO of the Titanic. No, but it was um, the CEO of the of company, our, um, right? What is it? White Star Ocean? What? Back in, what, March? That sub that... Oh, you don't... No, you're not talking about the Titanic. You're talking about the, the Titan. The t- Whatever it was, that little tiny sub that was going to the Titanic. The little thing that went down to see the Titanic. Yes. Yes. I think that was called the Titan. Whatever, the CEO was on board, so, you know, right? The CEO yeah, was on board? steering, and, yeah, yeah, that one was the CEO. I was talking about, like, the, the cruise line that the Titanic was part of. Never mind, okay. Okay, anyway, Blue Origin has a new CEO. Yes. The new CEO is coming from the former VP of... Amazon's uh, Devices and Services Division. So he's from inside the company, effectively, because yes. Blue Origin is, it's, it's Bezos, right? Yep. Amazon, so maybe not. It's not like moving from one part of Amazon to another, but it is someone who works for Bezos, who Bezos just moved over and said like, hey, now you're going to run this thing. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so he was VP of Amazon Hardware, basically. Mm-hmm. And now he's moving over to Blue Origin to be CEO of a rocket ship company. I mean, it's a company that makes hardware and sells hardware, right? 
I guess so. But, you know, trying to go from um, Fire TV sticks and um, Kindles and Echoes to, you know, rocket engines seems seems a little weird. He had just stepped down from that position, though, like a month ago. So the question is either did he step down in order to move to Blue Origin or was he cut by the new Amazon CEO? And Jeff Bezos is like, wait a second, I like this guy. Let me bring him over. That part we don't know. Yeah. But yeah, Blue Origin has not been going great. So it's hopefully nowhere else. Yeah, nowhere else but up. And probably some of their dinner. Up would be good for a, a space flight company. Wow, man, so many. Are they, are they, they're, they're not puns, are they? Are they puns? Are we doing puns? I don't know if we're doing puns, but there's there's definitely some verbal comedy going on. Uh, PlayStation CEO said to retire. Yes, he has been around 30 years. Jim, Jim Ryan. I mean, he wasn't the CEO of PlayStation for... 30 years right playstation hasn't been oh god (laughs) let that one sink in oh god no he has oh god i'm excuse me just gonna just gonna crawl into a coffin (laughs) playstation was released December 3rd, 1994, which was 28 years ago, he joined PlayStation, the company, uh, in 1994. It's almost 29 years ago. In three months, that's 29 years ago. Yes. He was named president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe in 2011 and then took uh, uh, head of sales and marketing for PlayStation in 2016. After that, he became the full CEO and president of PlayStation Vision in 2019. So, yes, he 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 looks like he worked his way up. So he's been with PlayStation for a long time. Yes. Good for him. I wonder who they're going to replace him with. Uh, he will be succeeded on an interim basis by Sony Group Corporation President, COO, and CFO, and then uh, Hiroki Totoki. Really hoping I'm not slaughtering that. I'll let it. I'll, I'll let it pass. Okay. It's, it's, no, you're not slaughtering it, but you know. <laughs> I sound like oh. a white guy. You sound like a white guy trying to say a Japanese name. Yeah, but you didn't slaughter it. No, well that's good. You didn't go like Hiroki Tadaki or something like that. Hiroki Tadakai. Like that that would be wrong. That would be very wrong. You did a good job. Thank you. I will I will I will gladly accept that. Okay. God man, trying uh, to Isaac Isaac looks at some of these Pokemon names. He's like, how do you pronounce that? And I'm just looking, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What any in particular? Oh, I don't remember. There was a couple of weird ones. I'd have to switch over to his account, which I could actually do, and that's that was my new thing now is I was like you know, because Isaac had this big honking frickin' ten inch tablet that he was walking around with. And he goes through Pokeballs, like I said, like a machine gun. He just flips them away like candy. Um which you wouldn't actually throw candy. You'd eat the candy. But the, <laughs> he's just going through so many Pokeballs. Um <laughs> I love the realization, like, well, wait a minute, that that metaphor doesn't work. Nope. 
but he's just going through pokeballs like crazy. Um, so I would, Kate did this too. Like she brought his tablet, like when she was going out on the town. And so she was actually like sitting down and had Isaac's tablet and she was just spinning Pokestops the whole time, just trying to restock his inventory. And I was doing that too when I was driving around, um, for work because, you know, police stations are normally next to like fire stations and, you know, libraries and city halls and all these other places that are normally Pokestops. But, you know, having this big honking tablet was super annoying. I'm like, well, what can I do? And like, do I sign out of my account and then sign back into his, but, you know, have extremely uh, robust passwords? So having to like type that in every single time was, I'm just like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> um, yeah, you heard, heard that. Yeah. I was going to say that. <laughs> um. So I realized that I could put a guest account on my phone. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, you know, it's not as, I'm, I, you know, I should probably time it to see if it's faster to like sign out and sign in or to just, I literally just swap over to the guest account. The guest account has just Pokemon Go installed on it. So all I do is just open up Pokemon Go and it's got his user account saved in there. So then I can just do all my Isaac stuff and then, you know flip back to my profile on my phone, back to my PlayStation, you know, my Pokemon account, and then do all the stuff there too. So man, it's, you know, it's really nice because sometimes he's just, Isaac just asks a quick thing or I see a Pokemon. That so it's he, a lot I know, easier is, is yeah, what you're saying. That he doesn't have. And I'm like, oh, let me just quickly flip over to your account, catch it, and then flip right back to mine. But yeah, no, some of those Pokemon names are just, I don't know. Sure, whatever. I'm very curious as to which ones are the, I don't know. Because there's there's some contention within the community on certain Pokemon, right? Because it's always things that are written, not necessarily said. Well, it's also some of the later ones because, um, you know, some of them I get what they're trying to do. Yeah, like Bay Leaf, but spelling Leaf, L-E-E-F. Yeah. But like, how else would you pronounce that, right? That's still Bay Leaf. Yeah, I know. But still, you know, you're trying to teach this kid how to spell things correctly and you give him Leaf spelled L-E-E-F. It's just a name. Like Espeon, Umbreon. Mm-hmm. God, I'll have to go through. Like I said, I've got 398 Pokemon on here. So there's a Pokemon. I'm going to type you its name. I'm curious how you would pronounce this. Dave has typed to me Arceus. See, that's that's how I pronounce it too. And I believe that is the official pronunciation. But I know a lot of people who pronounce it Arceus. Oh, okay. Arceus, by the way, is the um, the god of Pokemon. Oh, okay. It's a Pokemon that is the god of Pokemon. Oh, like this yeah, one. Yeah, go uh, ahead and figure that one out. Uh, Gardevoir? It's the Pokemon that is the god of Pokemon. Gardevoir? Sure. Because it's from the Kalos region, I think, which is supposed to be France. Or is it Kalos? No. Gardevoir is from Gen 3, which is Hoenn region, which was supposed to be set in... Shit, where's Hoenn? I think it was another part of Japan. (laughs) You... 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 Yeah, Hoenn is based on the island of Kyushu. I'm pretty sure it's still Gardevoir. 
But still, when you're taking a bastardized French pronunciation and spelling of just random gobbledygook. Yeah, well, you know, what do you want? I don't know. He, he's he's having fun with it. He's doing his thing. So I just you know, just let it roll and yeah. I just try and keep you, him, you know, well stocked. You want the, the like crazy weird, weird thing about Pokemon? Pokemon don't wear clothes. So any Pokemon you see with clothes, that's not clothing. Like they naturally grow. Yep. If you look at like a Machamp. I haven't gotten a Machamp yet. I've gotten the small little guy. A Machop. Hold on, I have to put everything by alphabetical. Well, here, I will I will send you a picture of a Machamp. Pokemon don't wear clothes. So his bodily his body has naturally grown a wrestling belt? Yep. <laughs> and huh. shorts. <laughs> yep, and and shorts. Yeah, the bi sharp. Oh, it's bi because there's two of them. Okay, I get you. Just naturally grows a saw blade through his stomach. Yep. Right. <clears throat> I gotta figure out. Shoot, I forgot to trade with Isaac today. Knew I forgot to do oh, something. No. So Could- I'm guessing that this news is why I saw GameStop stock rising, which is that Ryan Cohen has finally been made the CEO of GameStop. Which is interesting because most of the analysts are saying that this is a bad idea because they couldn't find somebody from outside the company to actually take charge. Right. But he is from outside. Well, he was from outside the company like three years ago. He's no longer from outside the company. No, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. He, uh, oh yeah. He joined board of directors back in January, 2021. He joined the board in 2021 and it became a meme stock right after that. And everyone was like, fuck the short sellers. Right? Or that was right before. Yeah, no, it was like right at the same time. Because December 31st, 2020, the stock was at like 480. And then it was at like $80 a share a month later. Well, I still see there is still a GameStop. Oh, yeah. His appointment triggered the short squeeze. Oh, lovely. There is still a GameStop near you? Yes. It's still a company. They're still doing stuff. Who knows if they're actually going to be profitable, but they're trying. I, I'm just trying to think of the last time, you know, all of Isaac's gaming has been, you know, off his tablet through the app store. He hasn't, you know, there's been Minecraft, but we even, no joke, even Minecraft was through the app store. So I'm just trying to think of, you know, the last time I physically bought a physical disc. And I, I think it was Civ 5. Damn. I think it was Civ 5. I think I bought, like, the deluxe edition I mean, of I Civ 5. I still buy 5. physical media. I just don't necessarily do it through GameStop. I just, I can't think of any other. Yeah, I'm thinking about it, and I don't, you I can't. You must have bought physical media more recently than Civ 5. Well, no, because I bought 6 on Steam. I guess you don't have a Switch. You don't have a PlayStation. Yep. We must have bought movies on DVD. I think we did that for a bit. But I'm trying, trying to think even the last time we bought physically bought a movie, a Blu-ray disc. I don't know. Andy, how bad is the delay from me to you? And for reference, I sent the Telegram message at the same time I said that statement. It's only about a second or two. Okay. It's been getting... Pro- I feel like there's a bigger delay and it, that it's been getting progressively worse. 
Yes. No, that I've been noticing that, but I'm just trying to push us through to the end. Okay. <laughs> We're so close to the end. Just hold on tight. <laughs> uh, hang on one second. Hang on one second. All right. We'll see if that helps. Okay. Oh my God. That's so much better. <laughs> well, we just got to wait a little bit and see what happens. Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, SAG-AFTRA. Yes. They are still on strike. First off, I don't see it on this list. Oh, it's, it's right below it. Yeah. The WA, WGA strike is finished. Congratulations. Unions work. This is amazing. Um, they got basically everything they asked for to start with. And all the things that the studio said, we could never, ever, ever do that because we will lose all of our money. And after five months of striking, they did everything. So congrats to the WGA. However, SAG-AFTRA is still on strike, and I'm sure we'll get very similar results. Uh, but they are adding uh, another part to the strike, which is that they are also striking the video game industry. Because, mm-hmm. like, doing voice acting for video games sucks. Yeah, there was a uh, documentary, I think it was done by one of the guys from Futurama, about what it was like being a voice actor for cartoons and just, you know, watching what they have to go mm-hmm. through with some of their stuff is just, oh my gosh, it was ridiculous, especially like the ones who they had talked to some of the people who did some animes and that sort of stuff. And it was just the amount of, oh God, I forgot what they called them. That there was all like yeah. the oofs and the ahs and the uh. I don't know, uh, but I do know that like safety is a huge thing that is is not given enough um, attention when it comes to video game voice actors and actors because it's not just voice actors now. Like, let's be clear: it, in modern games, it is not just voice acting; it is acting. Like most of the modern games are using some sort of motion capture tech, and so they're having the the voice actors do all the stuff. Yeah, I still remember um, Assassin's Creed had, um, uh, not Black Flag, um, what was the one before Black Flag? The one with the Native American protagonist. Um, Three. It was just Assassin's Creed. It was just three? Three. Being, you know, the sixth Assassin's Creed made? Yeah. Hey, the other, the, the second, third, and fourth were part of a trilogy. Yep, you're right. It was Assassin's Creed 3. Yes, it was just called Assassin's Creed 3. Thank you. Um, Who was it at? But I think... Oh my god, that game came out over 10 years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was the fifth. Thank you. So they had had Noah Watts as the... um, Basically, as the main protagonist. And they actually had him... um, I think he was speaking... Was he speaking Mohawk? But he was actually speaking a Native American... Um, language in the game and they actually had him mocapping the his face while he was speaking so they could actually get the motions correct for it so not only was he right. speaking but it was literally his face that you were seeing in the game yes well i'm i'm thinking more for like uh the horizon games where they're having the the voice actor be the person and like all of the motions all of the movements are her movements all the cutscenes are her walking on a set. Sorry, now I'm just reading up on the, 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 the yeah, v- motion capture stuff right now is just crazy. 
but that was that was sort of like the same thing as you know if you motion capture somebody you their their stuff is stored in a file somewhere so do you, you know. get to keep using it yep or can you turn that over to an ai processor that can extrapolate other motions possibly well not if sag after gets their way which we'll have to see but uh yeah which they sh- i'm okay with honestly yeah. like i'm good with that um do we have time for one more topic uh if you want to the fcc ah yes finally got a three to two democratic majority uh yeah go for it and um one day after swearing in of the new commissioner uh rosenworcel the current fcc chairman sorry chairwoman oh as i whack that um (laughs) said that she said, uh, this afternoon, I'm sharing with my colleagues a rulemaking that proposes to reinstate net neutrality. Uh, a lot of it, yeah, a lot oh of God, it yeah. seems pretty similar to um, the last rules from um, Tom Wheeler back in 2015. Uh, so, yeah, so the um, first step is the notice of proposed rulemaking. That vote is scheduled for October 19th. So then um, that basically opens the floodgates and then we get all the uh, public comments. And then there's the window to respond to the public comments. And then there's the window to analyze all the comments and the responses to the comments. And then there is the proposal of the final rules and the adoption of the final rules. So there's a lot of stuff to go through, but the ball will start rolling this month. I just love it literally the day after you get the majority. It's like, hey, remember those? Guess what's back? <laughs> Which is, it's honestly, it sounds, that's exactly what the Republicans were trying that's, to. It's going to be such a long process. Yep. Keep from happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love the fact that the uh, broadband providers are basically saying, well, what? Look, we, you know, it's been five years. We haven't, you know, taken We've been over good. the. We're good. We don't need those rules. What are you talking? Yeah, well, that's because the states require you to do it. Yeah. Are you are you in California? Because if you are, look at the uh, California rules. Oh yeah, we've been following the rules, just like the the firefighter thing that. Oh Verizon yeah. Did. I forgot about that one. Well, the FCC didn't. So, yes, that ball will be rolling, and we'll see uh, what happens. That will be fantastic. And, of course, you know, as soon as it's enacted, there's going to be legal challenges against it again. Yeah, of course. Okay. So, Um, random, yes, random review. It is your review. I would like to review the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Is, so wait, is it plus 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 sign plus or plus plus sign or plus plus? Uh, I can I can never remember. There's a plus and a plus sign. I don't know what order they're in. Uh, this is the third iteration. It depends on if you count the one that was a Pokeball as as part of this. Um, <laughs> but originally there was a Pokemon Go Plus, which was a little device that you could carry around with you. 
And then they came out with a Pokemon Go something that was a Pokeball, like a legit Pokeball, like it was a sphere. And now they've they've gone to a, something in the middle of the two of them, and it's the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. And it is a first-party auto-catcher auto-spinner. So there are third-party devices that do this. Niantic is not pleased with these third-party devices. The Pokemon Company is not pleased with these third-party devices, but they do exist. But this is the first-party device. This is from Pokemon Company and Niantic and Nintendo. Uh, and it does two, three things, maybe four, depending on how you how you want to count it. Um, but it, it links to your phone. When you're playing Pokemon Go, you say, like, hey, connect to the device, and it connects to the device. And then it will spin stops automatically when you are near a stop, which is wonderful. Because when I'm biking from home to work, I pass, like, five stops. But I'm not going to stop and pull out my phone and open Pokemon Go to spin that stop. But now I don't have to. This thing just does it for me. The other thing it does is it catches Pokemon automatically. Well, it attempts to catch Pokemon automatically. And that has two modes, manual and automatic. The manual mode is it buzzes and you press the button and it will throw a Pokeball. The downside of that is you only get one chance. It's never a curveball and it will use whatever Pokeball you tell it to use. If it doesn't catch, the thing runs away. The automatic mode is all of that, except that you don't press the button, and it can only use regular Pokeballs. The other thing it does is it tracks your sleep, question mark. It doesn't actually track your sleep. You just say to it, I'm going to sleep, by, like, pressing and holding the button, and it sings. Actually, it's really cute. Hang on one second. I have to disconnect it from my phone. Uh, It has to be disconnected from the phone to go into sleep mode, because you can't be catching Pokemon while it's asleep. So it sings like twinkle twinkle, but as Pikachu. Um, and then like you just leave it by your bed, and when you win, and it does the like dun dun da da da, uh, and that says like cool, you've woken up, and then you get points for for tracking your sleep. There is a Pokemon Sleep game; it's a separate game that does require this. That like logging sleep gets you more rewards. Logging sleep, you're just kind of saying, "Yep, I'm going to sleep." What? Okay, so I'm I. I'm now downloading Pokemon Sleep on my phone because why not? Because you need the Pokemon Go Plus Plus to do it. Well, this says just place your smartphone by your pillow when you go to bed to record and measure your sleep. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you don't need Go. Well, I'll find out. Um, Plus Plus. So what happens if you're like Isaac and you don't have any Pokeballs? It just it just won't do anything if you don't have the Pokeballs. Oh, it's even worse. Is it it buzzes? And if you have the game open, it says, like, hey, you have no Pokeballs. And if you have the game closed, it gives you a notification that you're out of Pokeballs. So Pokeballs all of a sudden become more uh, useful than, like, Great Balls. If you want to just leave this thing on and let it catch for you. So I will actually throw out Great Balls to make space for Pokeballs. Because it won't, it won't pick the better balls if you're in automatic mode. It will just do... Right. If you're in automatic mode, it just picks Pokeballs. Oh boy! All right, yeah, it's it's a little unfortunate. Um, and the other thing, as I said, like it only you only get one shot. There's no berries. There's no curveball. There's no great, excellent, uh, nice throw. It's just you throw a straight pokeball with no curve, with no bonus. And if it does not catch, it runs away. Well, granted, I see this as more of 
like, as you said, you're biking to work. You know, you aren't normally playing Pokemon Go. I'm not going to be throwing Pokeballs. Or I'm at work and I leave the, I just have the thing hung up in my office and it's spinning the, every five minutes, it grabs the stop that I'm, that my office is on. And anything that spawns, it's like, yeah, I'll throw a Pokeball at that. I have gained so much experience from these times when I wouldn't normally be playing the game. But it it does turn Pokemon Go into a passive experience. I don't know what stops are being spun. I don't know what it's catching until I, like, go back in after the fact. And I'm like, oh, cool. I have Pokemon now. Um, Are any of them good? And I search for, like, four star. Nope. Are any of them shiny? And I search for shiny. And it actually did catch me uh, two or three shinies so far in the two weeks that I've had it. So that was kind of fun. Um, and I'm like, nope, they're not shiny. So now I go through and say like, well, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twenty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, seventy, Throw out the thirty-nine things that it caught during this podcast. <laughs> so downside: Pokemon storage fills up fast. Uh, items fills up fast, but there's there's a lot of up to not always having to. To being able to play when you can't play, really. Yes. Like, well, no, it's it's just like you know the. So there's the some fact, advantages there. Yes. No, I. Is there a is there a speed limit? Uh yes. Just like there is in game, there is a speed limit. I don't know what it is. It's somewhere in like the twenties. I think once you hit around twenty miles an hour. Because there are plenty of times where I, especially if I'm driving, like I was driving through Niles and through a couple other places where they had memorials by the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I see them and I'm just like, can't do anything about it. <laughs> Not going to be able to, you know, if I, if nope. I wasn't in a rush. You, like you when can't I'm, pull that game out while you're driving. Yeah. You're driving for the state. Yes. No, it's, um, you know, there were times where I would hit the rest stop on my way back. So that's why you'll get random, you know, rest stop uh, gifts. <laughs> I'm okay with those. <laughs> Yep. Right. So how much what? is it? Um, that's a good question. It is available at GameStop for $55. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I got it as a birthday gift. Yep. I, yep. I love it. And like, I, I definitely would recommend it who is playing the game on Anything more than a, like, yeah, I log in, like, once a day and throw something. No, I got it. So, all right. So, random topic. Yeah. Rolled ahead of time. Personal expectation of when you expect to move from your current house. Monday, when I go to work. Probably tomorrow, Pokestop. I oh, think, they mean move. Yes. They mean, like, go get a new house mm-hmm. um man i don't know didn't we just talk about like two weeks ago three weeks ago that i can't afford the house that i'm in if i were to buy it now it i think that was before we went up north or we, we or did we discuss that when we were up north no that was easy that had to be maybe maybe when we were up north like between the the value of the house having gone up so much and the interest rate having gone up so much 
I could not afford this house right now. If I were to come in and buy it from myself, I could not afford it. Well, I know for a fact it's not going to be within the next eight years at least because we live minutes walking from – like I can look out my window and if it was from open – Yeah, if my window was open, I could see the school, the elementary school from my seat right here. Um, so we – be kind of silly to move away from the school until Megan is, you know, sixth grade and it's two more years before she starts kindergarten. So, you know, kindergarten plus all the way up to fifth grade. So two more years plus another six, that'd be eight at least. And then, you know, the, the middle school is, how far is the middle school away from here? Quick check on the maps. Middle school is, well, that's a mile on the road. That is 0.8 miles walking. Now, yeah, so it's less than a mile to the middle school. So, you know, the question that becomes, it's like, oh, is it, you know, we're that close to the middle school as well. Mm -hmm. Less than a 20-minute walk to the middle school from our house. That doesn't seem too bad. Um, so they, it's like, okay, yeah, if if we move, it'd be after middle school. And by that point, it's like, okay, so we move somewhere for four years for high school, and then the kids are off to college. And then it's just the two of us back in the house again for a majority of the year. Yep. But, like, you know, there, there are things that could happen in the meantime. Yes. Are there um, things we have discussed like, about with this I, house? I do. Yeah. Like... You know, the fact that there's only one... Are you more likely to, to like, update the house or move? Well, it, it's it's all a cost thing. Granted, you know, construction costs are still ridiculously higher than what they used to be pre-pandemic. They haven't gone back down yet. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's it's that question of, oh yeah, do you know, you do you renovate or do you do something else? And we have a space to renovate easily because the the extension on the back of the house the house was built in the 60s there was an extension added on the back of the house at the 70s house is two story the extension is only one story so the easiest spot would be literally just to add a second story to the extension and there's you know expand one of the bedrooms and you probably add a second you know full bath there that just seems the logical spot for it Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, that's that's as far as we thought of for renovations. But that would, you know, that would be the, the one big sticking point. But we'll have to see if it's even a sticking point. So, but the the short answer is eight plus years. A while. A while. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking probably the same for very different reasons, but probably the same. So, that's that. So, we should probably call it at this point so that is probably that is a wrap this has been another episode of the random access podcast if you have any questions comments concerns corrections suggestions remarks reviews rebukes retorts or just rants feel free to contact us you can find us on twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net Thank you for listening.